Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Social media is one of the best tools humans have. It allows us to be connected to everyone, anywhere, at any time, and keeps us informed on the latest news happening all around the world. But is that constant flow of information good for your kids' mental health? They look at social media and they compare their themselves to others. So you end up doing all that at the end just to feel worse about yourself. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Michigan is one of 33 different states that are suing Meta, the company that owns Facebook, Instagram, and Threads, while nine other states are also issuing their own lawsuits against the company as well. What sparked over half the nation to file this lawsuit? Here is WWJ's legal analyst, Charlie Langton. I think that we want to have a consistency in advertising practices. The Congress has, for many, many years, they put a lot of restrictions on advertising. Everybody knows that when you're in the media, what you put out has to have some restriction. Television is the same way. Newspapers are the same way. Well, advertising is the same way. When you have this kind of an audience, Congress does have the authority to regulate within some parameters. And in this case, I think the states are worried that kids are being impressioned. They're being solicited. They're being used used for some money, for some company to make money. Now, the intricacies of that, how they're going to go about proving that, how they're going to, how the states are going to prove the damages, how bad that is, I think that's going to be left to proof. How bad are these kids hurt? The lawsuit alleges Meta engaged in practices harmful to the mental health of its young users, as well as sought to monetize their interactions. One law in particular that the suit alleges Meta violated was the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, or COPPA for short, which requires children 13 or younger to have their parents' consent to data collection. But as Charlie implies, proving any wrongdoing might be difficult. The real issue here is what kind of regulation do we have for companies to just take our kids, so to speak, and then submit them to whatever type of advertising they want? And the law is pretty clear. They just can't do that without parental consent. So I think the challenge maybe for the states will be to prove damages. And we know that children, they're impressionable. They like to get on some of this social media. They just start swiping. They keep on going. It's addictive. I know all that stuff. But what are the damages? And I think that that's going to be the issue if there's a technical violation of the law. There still has to be a damage issue. So whether they can quantify this with dollars but there still has to be some harm. Are these kids really harmed by what Meta is allegedly doing by kind of sucking in these kids? And I think that that's going to be the real challenge uh, for Meta here. My first reaction to this lawsuit was to assume that advertisers were intentionally targeting minors for solicitation through their social media apps. 
But Nick Matar, a teacher of digital and social media marketing at the Mike Illich School of Business, says that that's not even an option when buying ad space due to the COPPA Act mentioned earlier. I personally do not believe that Meta is going after specifically the youngest age group of users on their platforms, mainly because myself as an advertiser, I'm in, I'm advertising on Instagram on a regular basis. And one, I can't target advertisements to anybody under the age of 13. And if I'm going to target anybody between the ages of 13 and 18, I can't actually personalize and target them based on interests and behaviors. That is reserved for the 18 and up audience. And as an advertiser, I want to target my audience as much as I can. I want to know, I want to know where they live. I want to know their income. I want to know as much as possible to build out this audience persona so that when they are delivered my ad, it's going to resonate with them as much as possible. I can't do that when I advertise to teenagers and I can't advertise to anybody under that. To Nick, who has experience advertising with Meta, it's not that they're intentionally targeting kids for advertisements. It's actually that Meta's safeguard of forcing kids to get parental consent just isn't very effective. It's my understanding that they just are not taking proper precautions where if you're 11 years old and you have your hands on a phone with an inst- with, that can create an Instagram account, you can just do it. Mm-hmm. I think all you have to do is check a box certifying that, oh, I, if I'm under the age of 13 or 18, I can I have my parents' consent. So there's no real checks and balances besides checking a box. It's a situation where Facebook and Instagram have a single set of barriers and safeguards in place during the sign-up process and honestly during the usage process in general. It's not difficult for a child to get onto social media and in turn, you know, be a part of the community, I guess you could call it, and everything that's going on for better or worse. I don't think Facebook and Meta is preying on children, but I do think that they can do more to protect them. We have talked a lot early on here about the monetization of young users and what specific law Michigan and the other states feel Meta has violated. But what about the mental health aspect of the lawsuit? Does social media negatively impact the mental health of kids and teenagers? Well, I've been able to witness this now over the last 10 years. I personally can't think of anything uh, good about it, anything particularly good about it. I understand people communicate through social media, so I guess that's good. But for the most part, I just hear and see what's wrong with it. And and the first part would be that how much time is being spent on the phone or on the iPad. You know, it used to be where YouTube was maybe a couple minutes long on a video. Now it's seconds long and people are scrolling through really quickly. So I do think it affects the ability to do things that require attention. So if you're doing that, to be able to sit quietly and read would be difficult. The other part is that the algorithm tailors it to the person. So it's not like they're getting a balanced kind of menu of things to look at. They're only getting specific things that are based on what they've already looked at. So I think the worldview becomes a very tunnel. That was the voice of Dr. Eric Herman, a clinical psychologist at the Children's Hospital of Michigan. 
and he claims social media creates an addictive environment that will damage a child's attention span. But Dr. Herman also believes that that same addictive nature can negatively impact a child's social skills and self-esteem as well. I think it slows down your ability to develop your social skills, right? It just has to. COVID was bad enough. That, that also caused the delay. But staying on your phone, you see kids that, you know, are uh, out in the world where they're supposed to be interacting, they're still on their phone. The whole orientation is wrong. It's like, when can I get back onto my phone? That's how I socialize. But like any other addiction, I see kids and they just feel bad about it. And they'll come in and they'll say to me that they're spending way too much time on their phone and they can't stop. So it is an addiction. It just puts your life out of balance. And for a lot of kids, particularly like the girls, I think maybe some extent the boys too, they look at social media and they compare their, their themselves to others. So they're looking at like friends and seeing what friends are doing, feeling that their lives are not as good, uh, they're not as handsome, they're not as pretty, they don't have as many friends, they don't do as many cool things. So you end up doing all that at the end just to feel worse about yourself. So, assuming the lawsuit can prove Meta has been monetizing children and negatively impacting their mental health, what are these states hoping to gain or change in the process? Back to Charlie. Well, stay tuned. I don't think we're done. I think a lot of the social media companies are really are really worried about this one. But still, Facebook is very popular. Instagram is very popular. Most of these states, 42 states, have targeted the big ones. But I tell you, if you're thinking about opening up a social media platform where your targeted audiences will be kids, especially under 13, I'd pay attention to this lawsuit. Because I think that this is just the tip of the iceberg. Probably what's going to happen here is that Congress ultimately would have to either strengthen the current laws or put some more re regulations in place. Again, there's always the proof issues. There's always the how do you prove what they're doing and what they're doing is bad. And so that stuff will come out. But I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see some congressional action, a little more oversight to some of these companies that have this massive influence on our children. But even if better laws and regulation are implemented for social media, it will likely remain pretty impactful in everyone's lives. It is very much married to the way we live. So how can parents help mitigate any potential bad side effects for their kids? Here is Dr. Herman one last time. Well, parents, though, I spent a lot of time talking with parents and trying to catch things at a young age before kids get phones and having rules and having rules at home that phones are turned in at night and rules that things get done, you know, your homework and your chores are done before you just sit down on the couch and have your face in the phone. So we talk about those things and also what we're trying, what we're talking about now, how addicting it can be and try to get ahead of it so it doesn't develop. But as a, as a society, I don't know. It's, it's like an epidemic to me. You know, it's, it's already out there. And if you're a parent and you didn't let your kid have a phone, there's already a problem with that. Kids are really pushing hard, even at a young age, for parents to allow them to have this. Then once they have the phone, it's the push to have Snapchat or TikTok or all these other things. And it's really hard to say no when everyone else is using it, right? Put your kid on the outside of the peer group. So is too much social media bad for children's mental health? We'll have to wait for the courts to decide. But in the meantime, it is always a good idea to practice anything in moderation. Thanks to Charlie Langton, Nick Matar, and Dr. Eric Herman for lending their expertise to this episode. 
And as always, this podcast wouldn't be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.